When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Josh is talking to a lady again. Oh, we're not we're not testing it. We're just going. I already tested it live. I already tested it. Oh, okay, so I was That's in here fair. testing on. So this should the audio should go through both yeah. headphones now. I'm so happy. I know it's like third episode in a row that we bought this channel mixer because now we can just vibe out. This is so much more comfortable. Oh, and sitting on the couch, here, man. Let me turn around and face you. Let me. I can kick Dakota up my Bradley feet. Cooper in a Star is Born. Let me get let me get another look at you. I just, I want because he said a drunk maniac in that one. He's like I just remember yeah, he's drinking a bottle of warm Hemador. Yeah, he's like I just remember that. And Lady Gaga was like, ah, why? He's like, I don't want to get another look at you. Isn't it fun? I'm a fucking drunk maniac. You can do so many cool things when you're like hot, you know? Yeah, you can. They remade that same movie like three or four times. Yeah, it's just, one. yeah, a drunk idiot gets some good pussy. That's all it is because yeah. he's hot and famous. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh... they didn't kill him like in the other ones. The other ones like walk into the ocean. This one, he's like, I get, and he hangs. Spoiler, hangs himself. So is that how Bradley uses it in this one? Yeah, it's the I... shot of the garage and all that. Okay. He has Sam Elliott as a super old ass yeah, brother. Yeah, that was uh, cool. I never appreciate you. And Sam Elliott's like, I love you, I love you, Jackson. And he drives away all crying. Well, hey, um, yeah, that honestly isn't a terrible movie. It's just I saw it in my ex. Oh, of course. When you did. we, I yeah, Doing I need fucking it. Harry Potter and Hunger Games. Um, uh, dude, I, it's funny. Bring up, did I tell you the Hunger Games argument? No, I just know we have the Hunger Games like set of books, so oh, it had to have come. Well, from her. that's a different one. I took a, I, I took a Hunger Games and Stalinism class in college, which was cool. Okay, but the problem is the Hunger Games. Like it's fine, it's fine as adult, young adult fiction, but it's written so horribly. Right. Like you guys kvetch about my writing style, you would fucking hate these books. There are. Um, are numerous... we talking about just the Hunger Games books? Not like I'm saying, te- like subtext. I'm saying, as like a tech on a technical level. Yeah. On it, like on just like, um, you know, writing prose. Okay, it is 
unbearable to fucking read. I read the first one, I know, and I and I mostly liked it, and I think I. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember my mom got me the second one right before I went to a little place called Stu- the Steubenville Youth Conference. Whoa. And I want to segue off of this for a minute. Yeah, because this let's is, go, Paul Blart. We're segueing. This it is up. where I lost God. This is where you lost God. It was between eighth grade and freshman year, and like all my friends were going, and it's like, a, oh yeah, we're gonna meet like all the other kids from like, yeah, that we'll be eventually like freshmen with. So, so this is like a what a ch- Catholic church camp. What? Yeah, it was like anything. a it was like a three or four day like little conference. We drove to Springfield, Missouri. We stayed in the, like in the MSU dorms, and um, for whatever reason, they put three to a dorm, but there was only two beds, so someone just had to sleep on like the hard tile. Was that and you? they for one night, and I didn't have a sleeping bag, so I just had a sheet hanging over me, and I was like freezing my life away because <laughs> I was laying against tile. this cold fucking tile all night. Yeah, no, they. Uh, it, I think it's just anti-Jewish discrimination. Yeah, they just knew. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna buy those big rounded glasses. I'm like you're gonna do this to me on Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> this is this. These are not the things. Um. <laughs> Catholic and Jews just not getting along. Okay, I see we can't bury the hatchet yeah. there, fellas. What was that movie with Brendan Fraser where he was a Jew and, ever, and all the Catholics hated him? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm sorry, what? He was a Dudley Do-Right? No. <laughs> no. The Mummy? Tarzan? Yeah, Tarzan. Encino Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was a, sorry, he was a Jew and all the Catholics hated him. Yeah, there was a Is movie. Is that like recent? Uh, no, nah, it was probably early 2000s, late 90s. Hold on, we'll look this up. I remember he was in The Quiet American, and then, yeah, he just kind of, like, fell off. Watch it be, uh, While you watch, it be the, watch it be the whale. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> it was driven in Let me, uh, f- okay, let me finish okay, a okay. little bit of this. So, we're, uh, you know, we're there, and, like, every night they do these, like, concerts in the big basketball arena, and... It's very over the top. Everyone's like, Jesus. Ah. Uh, yeah, I used to go to stuff like uh, Ignite the Fu- Whatever or Dare to Share and stuff like uh, that. So I get that vibe. I get what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, scarring. So mm-hmm. um, we, I remember, they. you know how Catholics do this thing called adoration? Have you ever heard of that? No, no. what is it? It's where they bring in like the holy sacrament you know so it's like a big it's it, it's like a big like fucking the... wafer in this like <laughs> like it's a big fucking wafer in this like chalicey thing okay and you know catholics believe that that is Jesus. what's the thing you guys bring in that you light the, the it was in midnight mass i'm trying to remember what it's called oh, i know so, what the communion is just to light the candles you mean or yeah i think that's what it is they bring in someone like rosemary it's like i oh that's uh that's whenever they uh that's not adoration. Then. No, no, no. Okay. They do that around Christmas. So they bring in a big cracker. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's like in this like gold like display chalicey looking thing. So it's hmm. literally just like you know they're like they're playing this like easygoing music in the background, and I shit you not for like two and a half three hours. Mind you, we're in an arena, and during adoration you're supposed to be kneeling the whole time. That sucks. Well, an arena doesn't have kneelers with pad on them, so you're just kneeling on concrete <laughs> for three fucking hours. It's so awesome. Um, <laughs> my knees were worse than fucking Yadier Molina. Um, yeah, he had no cartilage yeah. in those bad boys after. But uh, the 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 very funny thing about this, oh, oh, also segue, the adoration thing is like, 
you believe that that's Jesus. So it's like, you are in the presence of God right now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, aren't I in the presence of God every mass? Cause we eat the cracker. I mean, I, whatever. Yeah, what makes this so special, you know? So, um, but people are like passing out. They're falling over and then they're being fucking like gaslit by other kids attending. And like, they're, um, chaperones and shit to me. Like the Holy spirit just moved through you. Like that's what that was. And I'm like, no, they've lost circulation to their knees. Cause we're kneeling for, three yeah, hours. we're just, we're having a horrible time. Um, so you out, Oh, you brought logic. You brought yeah. logic to a fucking, to a faith battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it works every time. Yeah. Right? You're at a, po- you, you brought a gun to a Pokemon fight. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, I got two more little tidbits. One's a very funny story. Um, so my mom gives me the Hunger Games book, and I'm like, I'm going to read this on the on the bus on the I'm way there. I'm so much mad. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, did not read it. I um, decided that my time was best spent um, trying to sneak and go jerk off somewhere because I was, you know. You were horned up. I was 14 years yeah. old. And it horned been, up 14 it had been years old. It days since I had busted. Yeah. Um, it days since. <laughs> so. <laughs> he, said it like, he said it like you're pissed off. Yeah. Like, if, like it's been a while, Tom, since it's you put been, out the trash lately. <laughs> it's been one week since I busted it's, nuts. It's been <laughs> one week since I shot some goo. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like that, it sucked. But speaking of masturbation. Uh-huh. Now, there was like a christian comedian there that was going up and people were like he's so funny ha ha jesse hawkins yeah um he was one of the worst comedians i've ever seen um yeah good personality energetic but like you're not they're all like that yeah yeah we should watch huckabee because he has like christian comics that come on and all that and they're all like the same like they're all like really somehow dumber dieted versions of jeff foxworthy Oh. Like blue collar level Jeff Fox, or not yeah. '90s Jeff Fox, where he's a little more, you know, raunchy and all that. And he says like poop and balls and shit and caca. Mm. Like if you like Lady Gaga, you might be a Satan. You might be a Satan. <laughs> like I remember, like I remember the kind of humor that it's like, in, like that they possess, and like it's like fine like humor if you're just like you know sitting around with the boys or whatever. Some guys talking to you, like you're just talking to like some old guy at, like a family function. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, do you like women? He's like, I got eight kids. Like, you know, shit like that. And um, they would have those that, like, dare to share. And they have these, uh, oh, fuck, they have them, they would have them on campus at SEMO. The same guy is probably that you're talking about. If we found him for that, we could totally I'd track have, him. Dude, I'd have to go back and figure out who the fuck that guy was. Well, we'll watch Huckabee after Okay, this. yeah. All right, so you well, see a Christian comedian and yeah. realize... That the right is getting good at comedy has got us lefties yeah, nervous. Exactly. Huh? Um, <laughs> I'm Dennis Miller. <laughs> I'm Dennis. I want to talk about the holy sacrament. Of I ain't going to talk about the holy. I'm going to grab your dog by its head. I'm going to squeeze until its <laughs> little puppy eyeballs pop out. <laughs> I'm going to breathe into its mouth the word of God. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I always like how Nick's like, who the fuck is Dennis Miller? We brought him up like three times. And I'm we like, love Dennis Miller. Yeah, just fucking like, look up the guy. They made him like put uh, him on Monday Night Football. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right, so they bring in Dennis yes. Miller to perform. Yeah. And But one of the last days, they separate all the men from all the girls attending. And we go to like one building, and they're in another for like an individual retreat. 
And it was literally just one of those, like, we're going to get together and basically tell you that, like, you shouldn't watch porn and masturbate. Like, that was that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but don't that do was this the whole, perfectly normal thing. You know, function. it's like some story, like, I was addicted to pornography, and then I, uh, I did some bad things, and I was... I, I I was all horned up all the time. Um, but the, uh, there's a part. Kids, let me tell you, back in my day when I was smoking crystal, I was horny as hell all the time. Fucking four strokes, dude. If uh. I didn't jerk off, my hands would choke me. <laughs> so they brought in those lunatics. Yeah, but... There was also, of course, there's like 50 priests at this. So there's all, you know, this half the room is filled with fucking priests. And there's yeah. this one old, like super old guy. And he falls asleep during it. Mind you, it's right before they're this like, okay, guys, this is a safe space. So like, <laughs> if you think like you have a, like a pornography addiction or, you know, you've gotten very like into that and you're, you know, masturbating, like this is a safe place. Like we accept you. We just, you know, like, like like stand up and you know like admit your wrongdoing you know we didn't have to like individually do it but it yeah, was like yeah, you yeah. know like 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 those of you making that, you guys confess. those of you that have a problem like you know stand up and do what you can and this pre- so weirdly enough several of the guys get into this and they actually stand up being sincere and genuine which is the worst thing oh, about i was watching sasha gray just getting fucking yeah. all balled out <laughs> oh god oh no my demons my demons <laughs> my demons, oh. my de- demons. <laughs> <laughs> and but you're not fucking stupid so yeah you're no like, i'm what? not i'm like i'm not gonna f- fucking regimen i'm a Apparently, and they're all expecting you to do it too. They're like, "Come on, Josh, we know you. (laughs) We know you've been all pent up at this. (laughs) Oh, I was fucking running hot, hot, my infernal engine." (laughs) (laughs) But all these guys stand up, and it's a bunch sitting around this like old, passed out priest, and he like wakes up right as people are standing up around him, and he also stands up in this group. Oh my god! (laughs) We're just like. Holy shit. That was, I, to, still to this day, it doesn't top, like, your experience in St. Louis last week. However, yeah, that was that was one of those kind of fundamental um, moments that, in a way, kind of teaches you what funny is. It um, is. Foundational, I should say. I, this isn't a, a jerking off story, but I remember, like, um, my uh, church I went to had us watch this really fucking demented brainwashed, like, uh, Christian docuseries called I think they sold their souls for rock and roll and it was like linking all like these fuck like they're like showing clips of Columbine and like uh clips from like I don't know like fucking Ramstein or whatever but like his, these lyrics says I am in the schoolyard ready to kill and like and here's Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris in the schoolyard ready to kill you know it's re- really really dark uh, it's like the same delusional of shit. Like the Kentucky State like General Assembly ads, like Robin fuck, fuckhead is a uh, crook, <laughs> and then it's, it's right why. next to Amy Corndog asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is like that. Like like shit. We should pull that up and watch it and have a big giggle. Like and it got me so fucked up because I was such a fundamentalist thing, and I was like, I'm going to hell. I had like. My aunt and niece made me like 40 rip CDs of classic rock. And like during Sunday school, I'm like, I'm going to make a testimony 
that I'm going to put all these secular things aside. And I broke all those CDs in front of Sunday school. It was the oh, gayest thing. Man. Dude, if I could, if I had a time machine, I would go back to the day before. I was like, maybe I'll go to vacation Bible school and begin that whole trek of my life. And I would shake the shit out of me. I was like, nah, dude, just like, don't do it. It's going to stunt your growth as a human being by like five years. All right. You have to, you just got to power through this. Well, that's like the worst thing um, when you deal with, I mean, we're just going to, we're just going to blast them. Like, I mean, a lot of like homeschool kids is it obviously they're, I mean, you're on one in the chat on that. I I was, um, homeschool kids are fucking freaks. I put it on the record. They're fucking mutants, and they shouldn't okay. be in our society. I don't like their parents. They, but... should, they should be put in the fucking sewers and become mole people. Jesus be... Christ. <laughs> 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 they're fucking... Yeah. They're the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> fucking freaks. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay. But, like, on, like, a somewhat serious note is that they get so sheltered from, like, very just, like, normal pop culture things. Like, the... like The religious ones are. I uh, I do want to preface. There are two kinds of homeschool, ki- homeschool kids. Homeschool? Skewed. There are fairly normal ones. They're ones that I wouldn't know unless they told me. And then there's the Christian or religious ones, which they don't have to tell you. You can pretty much figure that out. Yeah. Now, Which you might attribute it to all of them, but when I think of a delusional homeschool kid, it's option two that I think. I'm gonna. Of. I look at them like the um, kind of obvious, but like normal racist for this area, where like they meet <laughs> like they meet like the one black guy yeah. that they know, and then they're like, Rodney, he's he's one of the good ones. Like yeah, that's how yeah. I would treat like the non-religious homeschool kids. I would be like, after talking to Samantha, she's. I hate. She's one of the yeah. She's I hate their parents because right. yeah. like my degree is in teaching, and whenever I like talk to their parents about it, they're just oh you know the school system's so fucked and all that. I'm like okay, and I'm like I went to school for this and like I can barely do this. How the fuck are you gonna teach somebody? <laughs> like I get it, they're, they're not, your kid, but I like mean, the, kids... the fucking arrogance. They have like online courses for them now, so like they have like um. I mean, you know, I will say since then, you know, um, it's, you know, homeschooling is a lot better on that one. They still have to meet, like, standard, like, GLEs and CLEs for, you know, state standards and tests and all that. CDLs. Yeah, but, like, nowadays, like, these parents, I think, realize how hard it is. And so they literally would just pay for, like, a unit book or a yeah. instruct like, in- instructions. Which is like, no different these, than being did, in did you do all the, yeah, did you do this shit today, honey? Okay. Like, oh, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, like, send them to school to get bullied. Yeah, it's no different than being in school, and then you lose out, I mean, on a lot of... I mean, this is a generalization, because I'm going yeah. to I'm, I'm gonna tone it back. They might not all be mole people, but <laughs> they definitely should be relegated to somewhere else. Yeah, um, no, they shouldn't possibly, be allowed to breed. I agree. They shouldn't be allowed to breed. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowed to migrate. They uh, We should treat them in the same way Israel treats Palestinians, is what <laughs> You know, um... We need to take a hard Israeli stance. When you look at homeschool families, it is about the same split of children to mm-hmm. adults. Um, in terms it is. of, uh, and they know, have numerous underground tunnels underneath hospitals yeah. that we need to um, we need to seal off by any means. Oh, you know, you know. that's that's where the uh, <laughs> that's, 
it's where the bacon gets made. Like, uh, um, there are some, I think, good parents with it because because uh, I've talked to some, you know, but I knew some of them. And they're like, oh, yeah, we try and do, like, all this thing, make sure our kid's sociable, you know, get them involved with sports. And, like, public schools permit that, obviously. Like, we make sure, you know, they go out and to these X amount of functions. I'm like, then just, like, send them to school. Yeah. Like, I want to be home with my kid. I'd be like, send them to school. And you could just be at home with yourself, and you'll be so much happier. Especially fucking southeast Missouri. It's not like these teachers are... I mean, the whole, we're not going to rehash out the CRT and go through all that shit we had. We talked about with that Elaine Edgar woman. That fucking psycho. Because that was fucking stupid. That was, I think, um, our uh, our best run of episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we were cooking. We were really cooking. <laughs> uh, we were doing some local politics cooking. Yeah, um, yeah. I, but like at the level to where I can say things and not fear for my job. Like I won't yeah. go city level with anything. <laughs> uh, now our house district, well, you know. Um, yeah, fuck our HOA. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Uh, is... Yeah, no, we were talking about, uh, you know, homeschool kids being religious and uh, going out in public, trying oh. to become buddies. With yeah, people. which I mean, like, obviously that helps. High and s- that teachers probably... around here are having difficulty with CRT because apparently they're teaching. Well, okay, yeah. That's so what, was, That's what prompted the Elena Edgar response. It did. Um, so I'm just saying like none of these schools in the area are teaching, they're not teaching anything crazy. If anything, they're doing the lame old school, like, you know, Paul Revere, uh, you know, uh, Christopher Columbus was a good guy. Like that kind of nonsense. School's there to kind of teach like, uh, I would say, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're there to just kind of teach like state loyalty. Right. Mm -hmm. They're there to teach like American exceptionalism and nationalism, you know? It's just uh, it's conservative. I, I mean, American education is got a conservative bent to it. It does. I I just I'm just saying like no one's getting radicalized. No one. I mean, people. I I heard someone say today like, oh well, people are afraid to go to Central because you know because it's black. That's why. Because yeah. it's black. That's why. That's it. You should be like because you don't like. Well, there black might people. be a fight in the hall right outside your classroom. Yeah. Because it's a public school that encompasses a wide area and different socioeconomic backgrounds, yeah. And um, what else? Like, I send my kid to Jackson. Yeah, because you're upper middle class and you're white and you move out of the district yeah. and you send your kid to Jackson. Congratulations for you. I mean, case in point, they've got the highest uh, household, like, um, not GDP, but like, um, oh, expected income. Yeah. Like, and they be Cape by like, Almost like eighteen thousand. I root anytime Cape plays against Jackson any sporting event. I always root for Cape. Yeah, just on sheer fucking principle. And that may be why they don't put me on Cape Jackson games in high school because they think I might have a bent on that one. Because I have definitely voiced my just how much I hate Jackson. Yeah. They'll put me on Jackson games for anything else. I don't care at that point. But it was Cape Central and Jackson. But right. deep part of my cop uh, wants to go away and the revolutionary wants to come out. <laughs> <laughs> But without Jackson, where would we be um, in regards to the Andrew Jackson, Jackson, Jackson? Andrew Jackson, Jackson, Jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, oh, Christ, our friend Mark, because uh, him and Tyler moved and all that. Oh, and so Mark is living with Tyler at this new place. No, no, he's living oh, okay. with his girlfriend. But he thought about reaching out to that person who has 
Nick's, Nick's jacket. jacket. Jackson. And not Andrew for Jackson, her ja- Jackson jacket. And not for the jacket, just to return some stuff that was left to the apartment. And I said, Mark, you need to steal that jacket back for Nick. Was it like a Letterman's jacket? It was like a Letterman jacket, if I remember. We'll have to ask him again. But like, How old meant- was Nick when he was handing out Letterman's jacket? Letterman jacket. Like, was he like 24? He'd be like, hey, babe, I hey, got babe. this for you. <laughs> like, hey, babe. It served me well when I, uh, you know, he tried to look. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I guarantee the jacket's big on him. Like, David Byrne level's big. And I think he pulls it off. You know, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, we saw a show with him this past week and he was wearing a little suit. His little. He looked good. Dress. He looked very good. And then he got upset with me when I said, oh, you're like David Byrne. He's like, yeah, I already said that. And like, <laughs> no one, like, I didn't, I've been like, why, why is that one getting at you? <laughs> yeah, I already said that. I was like, like, okay, fucking Theo Vaughn. Okay. Fucking, I didn't steal your fucking joke. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Like, <laughs> I think uh, the one I, I, the only joke I made about it is I said to his sister, I'd be like, why is he wearing your suit? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing. I was really like into picking on poor Big Al because he was we were so that mean. You're so mean to Al. That's a chimney sweep. I say it is. Oh, God save the queen! God save the queen! Al from uh, Blind Velvet. He's an amazing guitar player. We're gonna player. get him on soon. We're gonna get him on. Um, Great sense of fashion. So, uh, but he has like a, I don't know what kind of hat it is. I thought it was a newspaper. Act. Because it has a button on the front you can clip yeah. down. But it's really baggy on the back. And so we're like, oh, what are you, fucking train Kentucky? <laughs> and he was like, God damn it. My girlfriend told me not to wear this hat. Because knew, she knew someone like you would say it. And I talked talk to his girl. And she's like, if you see him, take that hat off and throw it in the toilet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, it's just a hat. I didn't know. I didn't know. I entered into a fatwa. I was just busting balls out here. Jesus. Yeah, we were merciless. <laughs> Although we weren't as merciless with the chance for show us your hog to Nick at his show. Yeah, um, we could have been more yeah. gruesome with that one. He addresses it more now, and I think he knows if he addresses it, we'll uh, we'll be a little more gentler with it. Yeah, we didn't we didn't quite get the hog chant going. Like, hog, hog, hog. 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 <laughs> Have fucking spacers that open for them. They were great. They were like, great. Yeah. So check spacers out. I'm sure they got stuff on Spotify and Apple. Yeah, Nick wants to do stuff with them later on. So yeah. he's I like, mean, talk to my manager, Tom. Like, the vibes hey, actually Randy. match very well. Like I think a lot of times. When, oh no, it does match very well. Yeah, yeah. Like when Nick plays. Um, obviously, I love a double showing of them in Blind Velvet. Great, the genres are drastically different. You know, yeah, of that or subgenre, I should say. But um, Nick's played like with some pretty like heavy fucking rock bands um at, mm-hmm. at gigs and i'm like that doesn't th- these crowds don't match we're wearing bright colors and these people are wearing like they need to t-shirts. yeah they need to be yeah well nick doesn't want his fans to get their asses kicked right so right us, yeah it's yeah. like why um i mean i'm stealing that quote from like what they were talking about doing like a weezer and fucking slipknot tour and then weezer was like we can't do this your fans were going to kill our fans <laughs> And like we don't want our fans to get their asses. What's kicked. with these homies dissing my girl? <laughs> just gunshots and stabbings. <laughs> Have you ever so. seen Slipknot cover Disney songs? Uh-uh. They would do it live at their shows, and it's amazing. I'll show it to you afterwards. Did they just like get rid of their drummer? Yeah, they killed him. They had him killed. Oh. That's what. It, that's uh, what get rid of me. <laughs> honestly, I'm like I'm I'm a pussy here with Slipknot because I just think they're scary. Um, looking. <laughs> 
I don't. I don't like. I don't like masks. Uh, yeah, that's the. The vibe they're going for. I, do, I don't. I don't like being scared by Come using. On petal, put on the mask. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, not a fan. I, I don't. Although I do hope the next drummer wears like the mask from the mask. And the mask is yeah. smoking. <laughs> yeah. Somebody suck me. Oh, <laughs> uh, we uh, should talk some baseball. We Where should. are we sitting at? We're at like twenty something. Um. Other free agents besides pitching, we were looking at that, and uh, I was looking at uh, um, where we could add. I kind of think we're pretty solid um, all the way through. That poor cat, she just wants to be in here, but we're not because she's so bad. She's bad. She's bad. Cat no good. Cat did 9-11. Cat did cat 11. Well, um, I I shared with our uh, friends in the Patreon Uh group the – Nick Castellanos um, flipping off a Gaza explosion. Uh, Is that what? I, 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 that, that's, a, something. that's a new feature, folks, of uh, signing up for our Patreon. is daily. I am now going to be sending a poorly edited MLB player. Oh, my God, sort of you monster. Disaster. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys be interested in seeing poorly done baseball? It's each, it's just, it's Jason LaRue walking away from a plane crash. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I don't look at the Discord for fucking 20 hours of what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. This is me sharing my message with the people, it's, Tom. Yeah, I have no room to These talk. These are my I, people. I did Photoshop Nolan Arenado swinging a bat into the World Trade Center and was going to use it for Yankees fans who were so delusional into thinking they were going to trade fucking Clark Schmidt for him or some shit. New York, forget about it. New York, New York, New York. New York. New York. <laughs> you gotta take that big dick like a New York. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, when it comes to organizational, like, uh, or sorry, positional depth, um, the by you know because we're a little little stat nerds here, um, the weakest positions were third base, short, and left and right field. Now. Third base, I think we're going to be fine because I think Arenado's going to bounce back. Yeah. Definitely horrible off year, but it happens. I mean, even if he goes to like a mean between mm-hmm. the last two years, beautiful. Perfect. Shortstop, we didn't give a fuck about it. It was a revolving door. We had DeYoung. We had Tommy. We had Modder. Donnie. We had Donnie. And we had Win. And Win was bad in his time up here offensively. But again, um, I'm going to do this little side too. I think people should come to expect that Mason Wynn will probably hit like between 230 and 250 with around 15 bombs, like slightly better than Nick Ahmed. I think offense production, but he's going to be electric defensively. Yeah. I mean, and he's like going to be like a two and a half to three and a half win player. I mean, yeah, I, I think he's a 260, 270 hitter once he gets. That'll probably be his peak. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, yeah, I don't I, think he's going to be taking a league by storm and hitting 330. He ain't going to hit 30 homers yeah. and all that. Um, and he might, but like, I think um, he did that in the minors. I mean, he, he was on pace for like a thirty pace on that, but like that's what got him promoted so fast up here because he had just dwarfed that level, and yeah. now he's at the highest tier on that. And you know, he may turn into like the next Corey Seager. I don't think he will. I see him as like a guy who's going to be you know six eighty to seven forty OPS with plus plus defense. His arm buys him, so, especially at a position like shortstop. Yeah. He has very good range. His glove, from what I read, could be better, but like his glove at the very least is average, and he has a super plus arm. So he's good range, elite arm, 
average glove that's going to he could be wearing fucking mittens out there and Dude, he'd be thinking he, he'd be fucking working it boy. he'll probably post like yeah five to ten drs five to ten outs above average he's going to be very valuable there and he can steal so yeah um so i want to i want to preface that um because like if Wynn gets the full-time job like don't be surprised if he's like you know hitting very pedestrian numbers um with all that said um, the holes that we have, I think that can be filled because the oh the other weak spot was designated hitter was DH. Um, I think um, I think it's our third priority. You know, priority one is starting pitching. Priority two is depth pitching, preferably relievers. And priority three is a bat. Now, perfect world, I think we go. I really like uh, JD Martinez, but I think he's going to command. You know enough money that I think it's going to chew into what we would want for like a decent uh, Which crew of pitchers. Which surprises me a lot. I mean, he had a great year last year. Over 30 bombs, he bounced back is the thing, yeah. especially at his age. He Hard bounced back. from his last season in Boston. I mean, he, he was abysmal that yeah. last year. Yeah, he didn't even crack 20 bombs, but yeah. you know, 270, 30 plus homers, near 900 OPS. That's phenomenal. And then Jorge Soler. But Solaire just opted out of nine million, so you look, you know, he's going to look to command fifteen plus easily. Right. I mean, Solaire would be my guy just because he's cool. young enough. You can, he's cool. He's cool. He's young enough that you can sign him to a three or four year deal and not really be too worried about mm-hmm. it. Um, and he's a he's a power impact bat. Yeah. I mean, that's something that. It's great whenever our offense gets rolling and we have Goldie and Arenado hitting at the, you know, hitting at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I mean, we've talked about it at nauseum. These, especially Goldie, the clutch factor is just. It's abysmal. pretty rough, yeah. And he I can't was, speak to that with Solaire too much, but I'm like, you, you're Nolan, just upping your odds. Nolan right? was objectively terrible in um, clutch stats. Goldie was fine. It's just that I think because he strikes out a lot. And so. It's the eye test, too. I yeah. Mean, um, he, I know, because with Alice Garcia was going off, I was talking about, you know, poking fun at the meme of Goldie being on clutch in postseason. He's fine in postseason. He's a 260 hitter. He's got eight career bombs. But, like, you probably would expect, you know, a guy with an MVP who is going to be a Hall of Famer to be hitting less like a, um, Fucking less like uh, Jimer Candelario and more like fucking Bryce Harper, right? Yeah, you rise to the occasion, right? Yeah. You know. So, all that said, I mean, Goldie's fine. Nolan, not so fine. They were that, – that will improve. I think Nolan was just uh, beat up all season. He tried to go through it, battle yeah, through and a it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it helped its exposure, too. I mean, yeah. it's, not like, it's not like Goldie or Nato got – Tons of opportunities when they were in, you know, Arizona and Colorado, respectively. Well, you know, we think of, like, clutch stats, like high leverage situations sure. where they come up with I'm, a... I'm solely know. talking about, like, playoff stats, though, here, um, which... Nolan has a better excuse than Goldie. Goldie's had, what, three runs with us so far? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he should be better. But... And he was great in that Braves series where they choked against us. Oh, Braves fans, remember that? 10 nothing after one inning. Man... I would kill myself. But then he completely disappeared in that Nat series. It was like one for 15 or something. They start coughing on each other in Atlanta. <laughs> New York, New York, New York. <laughs> I like 
in terms of depth pieces. If you can get JD or Jorge, you get them. I don't think they're going to get them. No. I think the other two priorities overrule that. I like, and I'm looking at this from depth, um, to, so guys that are cheap. I mean, Lourdes Gurriel is available. Teoscar Hernandez is available. Canelario is available, although we wouldn't. I would love to have him, but he's not going to. I mean, he was DH probably. Yeah, that'd be kind of a waste of his talents, yeah. you know. Um, guys I like that we could pick up. Brandon Belt is a free agent. Left-handed He made bat. too much damn money in his oh, career. Oh, guy, any guy, Jesus Christ. I really should get him on because, like, I think he's not as um, um, malignantly dumb as, as I think he is. Uh, he's just a boomer. That's I feel the opposite about, well, not in a way the opposite, opposite generation, but I kind of feel the same way about Cardinals Reek. Like, yeah. The, I mean, we talk about it. The guy does good analysis, but he also oh, he's just great. has he's like. so annoying on Twitter sometimes. Nick hates him. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Nick, chill out. Like, of all. <laughs> we like it when, like, women hate us. We don't like it when Cardinals Reek does. I love, I love Reek and would love to have him on. I should actually reach out to Kareem. Kareem does all the appearances on him. But yeah, Reek like with the whole Wayno saga last season. I'm like, dude, go out. And, no one who's like, go out and get some pussy. No one who's getting pussy fucking behaves like this. I think he did because he eventually kind of laid off on it, or maybe like enough people got pissed at him for the bit because yeah. he, you know, it's the Frank Fleming bit for that. I'm like, Frank Fleming fucking sucks. It promotes this level of toxicity. Like, drop well, it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, was last year like your only take on Wayno should have been. It's really unfortunate. You hate to see him go out that way. Probably would have been best for him to retire the year before. With he's the selfish for taking seventeen and a half million selfish. dollars that the Cardinals wanted to pay him. Like, okay. Yeah, that's dumb. It's he's just selfish like, for taking up a roster. Spot. I mean, it felt like elder abuse for a while, but that's the organization whole. I mean, that's the organization. Yeah, they, I would. I would rest significant blame on like the organization for bringing him back at that like. A player that wants to come back because they think they can or they're chasing a milestone has the right to be selfish with that. They're chasing after their legacy and act like they're chasing fulfillment. They're, they won't do this the rest of their life. And while they're blessed beyond measure to be making hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of their career on that one, you know, this is a sport that is driven by legacy. This is a sport driven by your image. Okay. And like, his last image is, oh, you know, I couldn't get through five innings when me, Yachty, and Albert get pulled. And, like, we can't go out like that. I have to go, you know, I'm going to stick around one more and try and go out on my yeah. terms. And that's the thing, you know, going out on your terms. As someone, you know, it's different than if you're, like, a guy going out who's got, what, like two or three years of big leagues, or, you know, Taylor Motter going out on his terms, okay? <laughs> like, it's much different in terms of guys like that. He, with, like... Yeah. Adam Wainwright, who's been a stalwart for this organization since 2000, what, five? 2000, no, sorry, 2006. Like, he gets to choose to go out how he wants to yeah. go out. I really want to, speaking of which, I want to read, like, Taylor Motter's, like, memoir where it's, like, my side of the story. My side. That John Mosaic, I kick his ass. Yeah. I kick his ass and fuck his dog. Yeah. <laughs> I give him that West Virginia toodaloo is what <laughs> I give him there. Fucking clear waivers? Fucking clear this, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm big on, you know, in terms of uh, positional pieces. I mean, Whit Merrifield's available. Um, He would be nice. And I don't think he's going to command them a salary. He's versatile in both outfield and infield. 
700 OPS. And so I'm looking at it as like uh, a guy who fills in, spot starts, same with Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, I like, I just mentioned Belt, Jack Peterson's available as well. Um, so is Joey Votto. If we wanted to do the funniest thing we could do. Um, Joey if we, would be kind of a nice DH option. Left-handed DH, yeah. Just let the guy hit, man. Just let him I hit. I feel like if he, I mean. Give him the pools, Freeman, right? Yeah. Yeah, give him like a ret- <laughs> Yeah, like pretend that he's been with us for. <laughs> we induct him into the Cardinals Hall of Fame immediately. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Here's your red coat, Joey. We should Joey. do that. Fuck the Reds. What a piss poor organization. Oh, yeah, but hey, we're going to get to fucking see the Reds, baby. We are, baby. We're playing uh, a big-ass road trip. Um. I don't know. That's to me like, you know, uh, what I think a reasonable like additions will be because they're going to. It seems like they're really high on trading O'Neill and Carlson, and I think Cardinals fan. It's the same with Edmund. I think Cardinals fans are bigger on uh, more are bigger on Edmund than the org lends to uh, or um, tends to show, but like. Um, I think Cards fans, especially all three of those players, are overvaluing them. Because, like, yeah, we can trade DC and Tyler O'Neill and get, like, a top prospect back. I'm like, no. Uh, O'Neill had an MVP-esque gear and has been hurt two years in a row. And Dylan Carlson has been a raw dog by this organization. has been hurt the past two years. Dude, like, I just want, like, a number four starter or just, like, a solid reliever for either of those guys. Yeah. Not, not- There's people that think – Trading those two guys and Alec Burleson will get us Tyler Glass now, yeah, and I'm that's... like, I we could trade anything to the Rays as long as we promise to eat that salary. But if they're like doing an exchange in talent, the Rays have Shane Boz is coming back, but he's hurt. Shane McClanahan's fucking hurt. Drew Rasmussen is fucking hurt. Tyler Glass now is going to get hurt, but like right now he's not. So like he's their guy going in. Along with what, Eflin? Like, if they're gonna trade Glass now, wouldn't they want to try and get pitching back in return? You would think for an organization that hates spending a shit ton of money. So, like, why would they, a team that had one of the most electric offenses last season, trade for bats that aren't going to make a bit of fucking difference for them? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's not like we can even lend ourselves to the upside and trade a Matthew Levertor. They traded him to us. Like, they did. They fucking so, got us back. I mean, I don't think they're they're going to be like, you know what, we're really happy with how he performed at the MLB level. Yeah, you know, far. he pitched well against us, but not everyone yeah. else. That He sucked. That was in a hospital watching that game, actually. Yeah. yeah. That was a great game. It was. I'm happy for Libs there. It's a terrible fucking stadium. I, I, you know what? Do you think it's Lib's talent, or do you think this organization has just fucked him up again, like they do at any arm? Because he is just not. I mean, this is two years in a row where it just hasn't come together yet. And like, I would figure you would see progress this season, but like, he just had that one really great start, and that was it. Yeah, well, I think I mean obviously an issue with him is consistency in terms of like how the organization's sitting him up and down. COVID hurt too. I mean, he missed a whole year of yeah. development. With I that. mean, that doesn't help. Do I am am I going to be a betting man and say he's going to be like a future one or two in a rotation? He's definitely not already. He's nah. at best going to be a five or a four. I mean, unless he makes some huge fucking leap. I put him uh, above Woodford and yeah. Dak, but like I think like Zach Thompson. 
is ahead of him in terms of. I think Zach Thompson edges him out slightly. He's edging, bro. But also, Zach Thompson's pretty effective out of the pen, so I'm not opposed to him. No, so. Zach Thompson is. He's fucking weird. Let's just leave it at that. Like, he gets called up, pitches well, has a little bit, not a collapse, but, you know, a rough spot. We sent him down. We're going to stretch you out to be a starter. And his time down in Memphis during that fucking sucked. He's, I guess, playing with, like, a developing, like, a changeup or something. And he had, like, horrible numbers. Then we bring him back up, and he sticks the rest of the year. And he was great. Um, I don't know. Like, if we're talking about picking a guy within the organization right now to fill out the five spot, you know, I think Thompson is first in line in the pecking order on that one. Then it goes Libs. Maybe Dak or Woodford. I mean, they yeah, have MLB experience, yeah, but I would. Dak's gone, though, this offseason. I mean. Oh, yeah, he's probably going to get non-tendered. I mean, because he's up for um, arbitration. Um, I'm looking at if Graceffo has a very good start in Memphis. And, he, you know, I don't expect him to blow guys away. But, you know, if he's just doing well in general. You know, I would put him ahead, definitely ahead of Dak. But I think, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement. With you. I think we're probably gonna just release him. But I would put him right at where Woodford's at. Toss up on those. Woodford has MLB experience. Sure, he's already got the timer on him. Do we want to start the timer on Graceffo just to have him come up and get a couple of May or June starts? Possibly, who knows? Yeah. But I would be more, um more comfortable uh, and there's McGreen, transitioning to him. Who's knocking on the I don't have any faith in him. I mean, fair, but and I know he's another guy that organization It's shitty to say. Touts, yeah, it's shitty to say, but like he doesn't strike out guys. He gives up a ton of base runners. He's Dakota Hudson without the walks. Like unless McGreevy develops like a high strikeout pitch in his slider and really kind of think transitions into, you know, Kind of like how Justin Steele is effective. Unless he transitions into a guy who generates a lot of swing and misses and deception with his fastball in addition to his breaking ball, I don't I don't have any faith in Michael McGreevy yeah. really like becoming like a rotational mainstay or fixture. Same with Connor Thomas. I really kind of think we pissed away. You know, we'll have Kyle on the next couple of weeks, but you know, I'll see see what I'll bounce this off him. But I really kind of think we pissed away. Um, some decent talent. Graceffo, I think, is very salvageable um, on that, uh, mainly because he throws so fucking hard. Hey, one thing we didn't uh, give away, though, is... Uh, Herpes. Johan Oviedo. Yeah, he looks like he might need TJ. Yeah. That sucks. Um, that does suck. To our couple of Pittsburgh fans that listen to us, like, you know, we'll see you next year. We In will May. see them next we year. We will. Yeah. But that sucks. We want Johan to... We want anytime a guy leaves this organization, we want him to be successful. And you know, and that's a guy we were rooting for. And he had a he had a good year, you know, a little north of four ERA, but he got dubs, which he couldn't get here. <laughs> How many starts did he have? Wasn't it like eighteen or something? It's like fifteen starts okay. before he finally got a win. I think he got it in relief. I want to say, but like there was that stretch where when he finally did pitch well, we would just implode. Mm-hmm. Just super embarrassing. Um, I don't know. Any of those bats I mentioned? I don't know. What do you think? Lourdes would be great. I would love a Lourdes Gurriel. But I think he's going to command, like, um, again, we're under 
we're under the assumption we're playing with like fifty-five, sixty-five million dollars. You know, still pisses me off. Jeff I mean, Jones wrote about it. it was like the cap is made up. They could definitely spend more than that. Yeah, but like, I mean, a yeah. two hundred million dollar fucking payroll for this organization and this fan base is not that extreme. It's act like that's What's like the luxury this tax, big... like two thirty. Let me look up MLB's luxury tax. I mean. Jesus, there's teams that probably have a close to a $300 million payroll. Yeah, and they did bad, but uh, I mean, that was just a, that was just unfortunate. MLB luxury. Uh, it's, fuck. Yeah, it's $233 million this past season, so 2023 um, uh, luxury tax. And this is what they should do, um, which is what, what like, the NBA does. At least the NBA, the NBA used to do this. Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't hit like the salary cap, all that money, it's guaranteed. So the remainder still just gets split among the rest of the players. Yeah, it's revenue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. NBA, yeah, like players take, what, a 48% cut, I believe. It's like some, yeah. There's it, CBA. It's something. 2024 like luxury tax will be $237 million. I feel like every team should be right up to that shit every single year. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a soft salary cap yeah why are you gonna let teams outspend you i mean every fucking nfl team isn't really under the salary cap they're right at it no yeah they get really close to it it's just um i don't know like owners that go over it because when it comes to luxury tax gets divided amongst part of revenue sharing that goes to bottom tier teams that obviously won't pay a luxury tax right Mm -hmm. and so like if you have like a $275 million payroll team, okay, and then that X amount of money is getting cut up and distributed to like fucking John Fisher or Bob Nutting, who don't give a fuck about their team, they just pocket that money, you know, it probably pisses you off a bit. But I mean, I believe you should institute a salary floor. Or yeah. better yet, if you want to come in under salary on that, you get like your uh, portion of revenue sharing cut. Because it's, you know, that that is, I don't want a salary cap because I like that players can really kind of blow shit out in baseball because I think it's an incredibly, and this is like America's like third, second or third most popular sport. Second on a good day. Yeah, and every third. athlete and every professional sport wants to be a baseball player because of the money and yeah. the general damage to your body. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> the, NBA, the NBA schedule, while it's half as many games, if you're a fucking starter on an NBA team you're and you're not you're healthy, you're playing seventy plus games. Yeah. It's a pretty quick schedule. It's Very exhausting. Quick. Yeah. Football it's a car crash every week you're in. Yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah. And uh well, I mean, football players are criminally underpaid. It's the most yeah. popular sport in America. And, and they criminally can, underpaid. You can sign paid. yeah, I mean and none of the contracts are guaranteed. Pat Mahomes got like a forty million dollar year contract and it was like blowing people's minds. I'm like, Oh, he fucking had like Two forty-year-old fucking grandpas get a forty-year, like forty-three yeah. million a year. Like we're gonna have, we have guys like that that break that all the time. Like there's a disparity between like baseball's like middle and lower class compared because like average sure. salary costs are kind of inflated when you have a guy that's you know like Soto or Otani that are going to get a half billion dollar um, contract on it. There are problems within the sport. I, we have bitched about it a million times, but like I like that team spend to win but also like the reality of the situation is these are owned by incredibly wealthy people that 
made their wealth not with a baseball team. This is just a vanity thing for them. This is this is a toy. And so like if you're gonna have your toy on here, like I feel I figure you have to pay like a minimum entry fee and for this toy to like go out and entertain the masses. Like to me I think like a salary floor should be like a hundred million dollars. And if you actually no um, deeply I believe it should be hundred and fifty. Let's say hundred and twenty five million dollar payroll. Because teams add and subtract throughout the year. They have deferred sure. payments on that. They have injured reserve or injury list payroll. They have payroll that comes off via trade and release and up and down moving between Memphis and all that shit. Or sorry, triple A and all that shit. So Can you imagine being the accountant for like the like head of payroll for the Cardinals. It's stupid. Yeah. This is like the like the Memphis shuttle. Like like the Oh, they brought him up. Oh, wait, no, they're optioning him back down just to create a spot at the deadline on the. That's the thing that's kind of frustrating that doesn't get mentioned because, like, when you come up and get like rookie status, you know, you're, you're, you now have like a seven hundred thousand dollar contract, but like you don't get that obviously. That's my rate. They if have you, to pay it to you me. Have to pay my I rate. Do a bad so job. if you come up and you're up for fifty days, you get fifty days of that seven hundred thousand dollar contract. So. Or 720K for yeah, the rookie level. It's prorated. Yeah. So, um, all that said, I mean, this kind of comes back to it. The card should go up to 220, 230 million yeah. easily. And that gets you your, your three starters and an impact bat. Like, I didn't look at Gould's reporting for the exact number. I just look at Spotrack. I think they're entering 2024 at what, 120 or something like that mil? Um, let me look at active. Team payrolls entering 2024 right now. 26-man payroll. I need the 40, but regardless, cards at 123 million on their fucking 26-man and estimated 126 right now. So, yeah, I mean they could spend realistically 100 million in free agency and in trades. And if we spent 100 million, I mean we get. Not only we get the cake, we get the topping with it as well, yeah. right? You want to see uh, some boobs? Off topic. You know how um, since most of my family, most specifically my father, <laughs> does not listen to this podcast. Um, you want to slur him? No. <laughs> no, this is uh, this is rather sweet. Um, yeah. Look at what my friend Callie's is going to be. I'm going to get this, you know, printed up and framed. She did that from like a photo I, I sent. Of the two grandchildren. Oh. Yeah. It's like. I give her getting Callie's very, very artistic. Yeah. She, she goes to a pizza place and gets spaghetti. So. She does, yeah. She has got, she has got some drawtism, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that might be a bleep. Uh, She's slightly artistic. <laughs> that might be a bleep. Let's see, 53, what's called what? 15, I have, 15. You know, just as one, you know, you're not centric or centered, but let's say a drawtistic um, individual. Right, 53, 36. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she made a good painting. <laughs> she did. So. I'm, I'm very, I, it's, a, it's a twofold. One, I know it's going to make. You know, what I was about to say, but talking about my mom, I was about to, it's going to make these bitches cry. <laughs> like, I, was, I, was like, I was like, wait, no, I'm talking about my mom. Um, 
Yeah, but also it's like, hey, I got to support her little thing, give her some extra spending That's good. money. You know, yeah. it's a it's a win win. I should really do like an Etsy and like go back to doing like commissions for yeah. drawing and stuff. What's the story with this rose and a noose? Oh, I was trying to make something deep. I haven't even finished painting it. It's just like a fucking draft of it. So yeah, I think you I think you painted that like right before I moved in. I was working on it before you yeah. moved in. Yeah, so because trying to teach myself to do acrylics and I'm just lazy on it. I'll probably go through a bout where I'll start painting again because I just do it all for my fucking iPad. I do it digitally. Mm. So, and like I'm more the comfortable cyber. drawing. That's why. So I have my sketchbook and yeah. Yeah. Man, what were we talking about? Sorry to We're talking about pussy. Our... We're talking about payroll. Payroll. If the Cardinals have a hundred, if the Cardinals spend a hundred million folks. That solves so many fucking problems. Like Ilhan Omar. It's all about yeah. the Benjamins. It's all about. The, it's all. About, I can't do her accent. And and on second thought, don't even try to do the accent. Yeah, uh, That'll be an even longer bleep. Fifty-five minutes. Fifty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but a hundred million. That would solve so much problems. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just sick of they're like the. Well, we're gonna have to, you know, balance, um, you know, ticket sales, and it's like, dude, if you actually. I mean, I'm not saying you need to go Steve Cohen levels of yeah. lunacy and free agency, but like, dude, if you go out there and you genuinely get two solid st- starters and like a solid like number three, number four starter, add a couple decent bullpen arms or a or, fucking wild card, like yeah. Andrew Chafin, because I want him to be on the same team as you Miles Michaelis. Yeah. yeah. Um, Watch he, Andrew which, Chafin being like super pro trans and uh, left like Sean yeah. Doolittle. <laughs> Andrew Chafin. Well, like, I fucking love my trans daughter in AR fifteen <laughs> miles. Chafin is like, uh, I mean, I think, I mean, you could get him for nine mil. Like he's oh, not yeah, gonna be easily, that pricey. Easily. Um, easily. Um, oh or, shit! You said something. I was gonna. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, oh no! So the and sales. I called this. I called this last year when it was going down. So I feel smart. The Cardinals are worried about RSN revenue from, like, lost revenue from Bally going tits up. Formerly known as Diamond Sports. Well, not Bally. Yeah, Bally's just the the name for it. I forget. It's been a long time since we checked in on Diamond Sports Group. So they're wanting to rely heavily on, like, paid attendance. So, like, they're going to use that to walk out. Folks, what I'm getting at is... We're getting Alec Wood, <laughs> get Seth Lugo, and we're getting Rich Hill. You should do. You should do the poll that Ryan sent us. Oh, I'll do the. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Ryan's a coward for this one, and it was a brilliant poll. Yeah. But Ryan was going to make a poll to put on Twitter that says the Cardinals should do. What do you say? The Cardinals should sign trade a Jap trade for a Japanese sign a Japanese or wait the Cardinals next day should come from trading for a Japanese. Signing a Japanese, uh, uh, picking up a wave jet or something like that, and then it just said Alex Wood. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Jap- like, post that. That's awesome. He's like, ah. I'm like, ah, it's such a good joke. I'm terrified. It's such because, a good joke because my husband's might find out. It's such a good joke. Uh, I, you know, we might get we got we might get Yoshinobu. Yeah. We might get who's the other one? Imanga. Manga, you're a manga Lloyd. All right, right. that's uh, 57. For that's me. not going to get played. That's a fun one. Uh, yeah, you're just ripped for stealing my joke. This this is stolen valor, Tom. Yeah, I thought I'd let you rip it on here. 
No, no, I ripped that in the group. Well, you ripped that because uh, <laughs> a chick was like, "I'm into manga." Yeah, you're like, you're book. <laughs> Wait, you want to do it? All right, let's pretend we're the chat. No, I'm. I'm. I'm Come I'm on. Not. Come on. We're not. Come on. Give the fans a little meat. That was that was like the offensive term before the R word. We're 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 backsliding. I just our, posted, uh, you know, in the chat that apparently it's okay to use it in some circumstances. I didn't actually read the article, mm. but I'm guessing it's going to be. Uh, well, you can't say Cretan, that's for sure. Um, I should say it again to see if that lady with Cretanism comes should. back out. And it's actually a, it's actually a slur for people with hypothyroidism. I'm like, I don't. Okay, you a, fucking mutant. I don't give a fuck that you have two fucking fuck. Adam's apples suffocating you. Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I don't give. Yeah. A, I don't give a fuck. You're turning into the elephant man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's that I'm, one's rough. I'm my transformation. We have nothing against people with cretinism, just those that name search it and have yeah. to comment and on it. And then have like a generic response to all. Because she had like, she said the exact same thing to like multiple people. A lot of people, and I just replied, okay. Although it wasn't the initial one I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that we one respect was. respect women. Yeah, um, we respect. No, nah, it wasn't going to be. <laughs> it wasn't going to be misogynist. It was going to be ableist. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. So. We're we're we've been working on each other. I guess this is what this pod's devolved into. We've been working on each other for on ourselves. We're being yeah. better people. We're um, putting our best foot forward. Mm-hmm. We're uh, pillars of the community. We are. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't. Oh yeah, because someone just asked you to join like a committee or something, right? Oh, the Cape Dems for yeah. committee chair. I I keep. I initially was going to, and then I stopped because I rather do this although i said i would come to meetings again um just so i can i guess uh talk about joe biden and what i can do to help him win re-election yay what i don't you know the new guy they have that uh, i need to get need to actually research they have lucas coons in um they have another guy running challenging for um uh, Jason Smith's seat, and he's apparently a rich farmer, rich old farmer. And uh, I had asked, I'm like, so what does he believe in? He was like, well... Um, Wait, I got... I have, Where's he from, did they say? I don't know. I'm gonna, I have yet to look at him. I'm like, if it's this dude I used to work with up in Bonterre, I'm like, this this, this is the guy. Yeah, <laughs> name drop. Well, you know, he's a politician. We should be meeting yeah, politicians. He's a city manager. Um, um, they said he was pro-choice and, like, sensible gun regulations and all that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, but, like, how does he feel about, like, unions? How does he feel about, like, trans people? How does he feel about, like public health care and education like what does he like how does he feel about stuff like that for this area because like i don't want to bring in some like business-minded fucking dem like i don't want that <laughs> I, I can't even find this guy's name he's dead yep. to us that's all so he's probably gonna lose jason smith has the yeah most like he has the most secure congressional seat in Missouri the, by a mile. One of the things that uh, upset, not really upset me, but just like solidified that this is all just political theater and really means nothing yeah. at the local politics. Level. Up, you guys are getting it all. We talk homeschool, religion, free agent signing. Now we got politics. Yeah, yeah. But the um, like a few years ago, they were running that Kathy Ellis lady, 
who I remember her is yeah. an older lesbian, and she's yeah. super nice lady. I got to talk to her a few times at different events when mm-hmm. I was working on the Claire campaign. Um, but then you know after that first election, she got fucking smoked. I mean, f- f- easy forty point spread. Yeah. Like, um, and then the next time she was running again, again same ca- running as the same candidate. And I was I was talking to someone who's like fairly well connected, um, and you know is a supporter of the county Dems. I don't think he's like an official member because, you know, what he does for work. But yeah, um, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, K- Kathy's just having fun. And I'm like, you know, I don't I kinda, think elections yeah. need to be fun. I think elections need to be about getting, you know, power. power. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's about power. Needs to be about maybe like trying to level the score why and for i don't need a lady who's just wanting to have some fun and for little leftists like us it's also like moving our positions into local elections where we can actually leverage our vote and not be assholes about it yeah but yeah yeah it shouldn't be a fucking hobby it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be uh like you're building a fucking car for like one of those like matchbox races or whatever <laughs> yeah i mean it's like uh well it's not even like a state one of those house. pinewood derby this is cars, a u.s you know? this is this is a u.s house house owner. seat yeah this is not hundred thousand dollar year job yeah this is not a like a well i'm just having fun and we'll we'll see what happens like yeah no they really i mean i went to like whenever they brought in the uh head of the missouri dems who are incredibly underfunded and underpowered and kind of think a little disorganized but i mean i kind of see why they Actually, are no worse than the state party from what i've heard the state party that's what i'm talking about the state is like the, the state um, state missouri state Dems. yeah the state party is like literally like delinquent uh like they have like no money yeah um well so. the, the national level they don't give it to them and you know um missouri money. missouri's a red state but nationally it's very purple um but like you know i think just a little money turns a six to two uh house majority in the state to a five three because you could go after ann wagner's district because ann wagner's only winning her district she wins her district by less than 10 points or billy and even after like redistricting she only wins by like fucking six or seven yeah i mean springfield too billy long dude you can get after billy long i think they cut that district up though um yeah it's gerrymandered it's heavily but and you can get ann wagner you can definitely get after her Six two. Now we have a five three here, and you have St. Louis under your thumb. Um, like I don't want to sound like cruel in this sense, but like they should throw a shit ton of money at that and try and flip that seat, and then slowly try and do what they can out here. I mean, I don't. I mean, Jason Smith's district goes eighty twenty for him. Yeah. I mean, what do you? I mean, what do you? What inroads do you make on that? Except like, I would kind of view it as like a guerrilla campaign of just like you know, uh, doing like, I mean, the brave thing would be what? Like, like, uh, like labor antagonism. Be like, Jason Smith votes for this and you're losing your jobs here. You know, you need to unionize. You need to form. I mean, even this area, you need to organize and mobilize and seize this with your job and demand this from your job. And Jason Smith is one of these motherfuckers to blame. Well, and like vote no and prop a, like, dude, Mm -hmm. When I worked on that campaign, the union guys turned out in droves to knock doors and fucking a man, fucking a, and it's like that's a popular. That's the right to work one, right? Yeah. Oh god, that was a long time ago. Uh, That was 2018. Dude, Uh, (laughs) I'm so fucking old. I mean, I was 
five five years ago for me too. So yeah, I know you were what twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, yeah, right around there. Speaking of birth, yeah, Nick's birthday is coming up too. It is the sixteenth. Uh, um, anyway, I guess politically, uh, yeah, Missouri's fucked. Um, yeah, uh, I I doubt. I mean, you know, and maybe we're not helping things when we move to St. Louis because, you know, we're just going to move to, you know, have Corey Bush as our rep or, or be in Ann Wagner's district. Maybe we should, like, live in West County so we can try and at least in some regard fuck with Ann Wagner's Let's district. live in Warrington. Yeah. We can be. We by... living out here in Wildwood. <laughs> we're living under an overpass, begging all the hockey players to give us money. Please, yeah. please, Yachty. Which uh, is St. Charles, Corey Bush? No, 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 no. That, that Corey Bush has uh, the city area. Um, St. Charles. Uh, Ann Wagner has a uh, county down to like Jefferson, that area. Okay. And St. Charles is heavily red. St. Charles is uh, a separate one that goes like all the way to, like Jefferson City in north, uh, northeast Missouri. Well, that is a nice community. I'll give them that. The, uh, oh, it's super. It's a conservative stronghold. Yeah. So. But uh, you know, like Adam Freeland was on YMH, and he's like, I just like it in movies, like like the movie Seven. I don't like it because everything's so dirty and dark, and I just like when things are nice. I just like it whenever. <laughs> yeah. No, I figure he like things dirty and dusty because he's a fucking bug. Yeah. Who eats all that grime. <laughs> Do we leave anything? Do you see uh, Lars Newpar doing Mo's job? Just maybe like me and uh, Yamamoto's mom, or my sorry, my mom and Yamamoto's mom talk a lot, and you know they're you know he's really excited to come pitch in the MLB. I'm like Lars is gonna fucking get him signed over here. And Shohei, and Shohei, whoa! This team is never gonna get Shohei Otani. Maybe like if he has catastrophic injuries and is out of the league for three years and makes a comeback. Then yeah. maybe we'll finally spend the money on him. Well, my uh, someone made a good point on Twitter, and I apologize for not remembering who, but they were going on about um, how it's and, and and I agree with this that it's dumb that you know some of like the Asian talents like oh they're prioritizing like the West Coast because it's a shorter flight back. I'm like, yeah. How many times it. in mid season are you flying back and forth to Japan? Like, all star sure. break. Uh, yeah. Um, maybe if you get like a pretty gnarly injury, so you're going back home to like rehab it or something. Yeah, I which don't know. Is still kind of taboo. You would probably go to the spring training facility. You'd be with the team as much as you can. You God, know, I would hate making that fucking flight. Jesus. You know, I mean, suck. It's, it's a shitty flight. Yeah, it would be great, but yeah. again, it's you're a pro athlete making hundreds of millions of dollars. You can either charter your own plane or just. I don't know. Fly Do enough, class. yeah. What was like, the what was the drug Nick was taking? Because he was so paranoid about flying out to LA. Was he taking to Xanax? No, it was something like that, but it had a different name on it. Like you oh. just get so loaded on like preem shit like that, and then just pass out, and then like thirteen hours later, you're like we're fucking crashing into Mount Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're falling into the little suicide forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Logan Paul's like we're gonna parachute for this video. Uh, Come on, Shohei. <laughs> <laughs> I pitch terribly in America. Well, you know, you know who's the lead in Japan is uh, 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 Saki Bomb. 
Trevor okay. Lauer. Um, okay, stop. No, he's not getting <laughs> signed here. Kelsey uh, Bird of um, Peace, yeah, Love, and Baseball. Based. Yeah, base. She had a base response on that one. So Is she on that There's No Crying? And... No, she works with them. Um, I didn't know she, she has, was one of the co-hosts. She got – um, she has – Co-host with the Babes podcast, and then she's doing another one. She's very active uh, for like uh, it's like bourbon and ball or something like that. She announced it today, so oh yeah, yeah, she's living life, man. So we need to get her on. I told you, I was, um, probably gonna have uh, I'm probably giving cats out of the bag. I asked her; she'd read a part for one of our '82 series, so we'll have her voice on there then. But she really have her interviewed. I like her vibe. I like the I like the cut of your jib or whatever. Yeah. I saw your vibe from across the bar, and I really saw your vibes from across the bar. And uh, listen, I I need money for a cab home. Yeah. So these are the memes. These are the memes that uh, woo the women. Also, I forgot chart update. I mean, we still vary between a hundred and one hundred ninety nine in the U.S., but we've been around top one hundred on baseball podcasts in Germany, and we're all. We talked about this a week ago. We're a little concerned. What what are German <laughs> listeners? What's going on, Germany? I love. Why do das, you like us? Das Nolan Adenado. He's such a good player. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, little and then. Das and Joshua is frolic. He is sehr überfrolic. <laughs> Albert Pujols' new wife is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, the Josh guy, he's, uh, he's so funny, but he's, uh, he's a Juden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crumble Champs. Um, Cran, Cran's in Europe. Yeah, you know what? We should shout out old... I keep forgetting to send her a fucking shirt. I'm going to make her a second shirt and send her one. We should shout out old... Uh, uh, one of our list, one of our readers on the website, uh, mm-hmm. old Jay Tomlin. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Night. he was a uh, he was a super nice dude. Um, mm-hmm. So you know how like my mom does like that sitting gig, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And she apparently is taking care of his mom right now. So I Aww. guess whenever I mentioned because I, I I try to not be like a douche, but he was talking to you and seemed to know you so. My in was like, oh, hey, what's your name, man? Oh, yeah, I'm Josh. Like, I've lived with Tom, and I do that. You know, I, we do the podcast. Because he mentioned something to you about that right beforehand. He's like, mm-hmm. wait, where do you work? I told him. He's like, shit. Like, your mom. Like, I know your mom. And then we connected. Super genuine, nice dude. So shout out to him. Um, He's really cool. And, you know, anybody who reads our stuff. I shouldn't say our stuff because I've written one thing for it. Um, yours, yeah. You and Nick's stuff. Um. Yeah. Shout out to him. The part three script on. Um. And in the, and, and and that's a very blatantly positive thing. So he's not my crumble coin champ because we're oh. trying to confuse the Patreon people by not having. It yeah, they were asking about that. What well, was Alex was like? I can't decide if crumble coin champs are good or bad. And we're like exactly. Yeah. We're like that's not an answer, Tom. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I want to say my crumble coin champ. Um, just just coming up. Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus Christ. Who you learned about in homeschool while uh, reading the hundred? Well, I games. actually I actually um heard about him when I had passed out in adoration. Um, and then all the blood. Was <laughs> Jesus like, Christ! He yeah, passed out. All the blood went from my dick to my brain all at the same time mm-hmm. uh, from my blue balls. So, uh, no, Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese is my crumble coin champ. This is yes. He's a 
He's going to humor us um, by coming back on soon. We need to get Stu on, too. We're getting... I, I miss uh, Stu. Um, hold on. Let me make sure I got... He's we have, we have some schedule. guests. We have some guests these next uh, couple Wednesdays that we record. We're getting uh, Jimmy the Cat Hayes. Yeah, okay. We're um, getting STL Sports Central. They're coming on Wednesday. Shoot the shit. And then we're going to have Caleb Noble and then uh, Kyle Reese. And yeah. then who else... Uh, I need to ask Kareem and get Kareem on. You're wanting Newt News? Yeah, I think Newt News would be good. They've got a good following, and yeah, yeah. they. I think they. I think they. They follow me. I'm sure they follow you guys. They follow you're, us too. Because you're much more of a, re- a reply guy than I am. Yeah, I think I have the. Um, I think. <laughs> I think we got the pod where uh, we want it, where everyone uh, unfortunately knows us um, and doesn't know what to think of us. <laughs> Yeah. We know the reporters, you fucking cowards, uh, are aware of our existence, except Brendan Schaefer, because he thinks we're funny. Uh, but, you know, you have no problem ignoring us when yeah. at one point we were the 99th most listened to podcast in America for one one week and only one week. We've been, <laughs> in, top, we've been in top 100 a couple times. We've been like a like couple, yeah. um, but I, I think maybe by a couple. We were actually, ones. for a minute, we were ahead of Sean Casey's podcast. We were. And yeah. He, he should have came on. Uh, but we know you reporters are out there. Yeah. You know, we know. We, we know you follow might, us. We know you. Say, oh, you roll the, your eyes. For the Bellevue News Democrat. Yeah. Um, One day we're going to get You funded. go on other podcasts. Why don't you? Yeah, Jeff. Come what on the, the fuck, view, Jeff? Jeff? Come on the view. We think you're uh, fucking based as hell, Jeff. Yeah. I don't know why they're scared. Why are they scared? I don't know. We're gentle. Maybe our like, interviews aren't that acerbic. We don't yeah. even like yell we're at anyone. Super nice in our we're super nice in our interviews. We're super nice. Yeah. Maybe I sim. I like here's an interview. This is what to expect. Yeah. Our. Uh, I wonder if because um, <laughs> of a Mr. Buffa and because there's beef between the two, that maybe he's like they pick sides. Oh yeah, Jeff and Jeff but, and Daniel. But like here's each the other, thing. But it's fine. I want to clear the. I want to clear that beef up, and I want to be the dumbest man in St. Louis. That's yeah. That's the title. Fuck you, I want. Jeff. I want a challenge for that yeah. title. Don't give it to Dan. Yeah. I. You're coming on this pod one way or another, Jeff Jones. And you. <laughs> we should do. Uh, we should do like 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 the H three thing where uh, um, what's his face from majority uh, Sam Cedar like yeah. basically got like admitted into this debate against like what Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder yeah we should do that just like in the middle of it just like oh wait, well, who's this admit like hey Jeff start tag- what's up start tagging based ass Jeff Jones and like all our shit be like while well, we're like I'm out here I'm out here I'm here at work doing a menial task and uh, I'm just saying Jeff Jones you need to come on Worst Fans Pod. Yeah. You get your ass on here. That's what I'm here outside the Bellevue Democrat wearing a certain vest that looks like he has dynamite. (laughs) Honestly, Patreon minions, that's what uh that's what you should be doing for us. You know, think about what Tom Segura has with YMH. He's ruined Garth Brooks's career. Yeah. Uh, That's what we should do. We should ask our listeners to uh ask Jeff Jones where where the the bodies bodies are are at. (laughs) Where are the bodies, Jeff? I really just want him on and just vibe with him, dude. He'd be just really cool. So we should actually go back because we, uh, you know, I think us uh, uh, bullshitting with Schaefer. I think we get him. We should go out and just keep goofing with him. Yeah. Does he go on many other podcasts? Uh, Because he's so busy with his own. I know he is and all that. Uh, And like, uh, um, honestly, I always kind of thought he would, um, in terms of like uh, journos out there, would really kind of vibe the best with us on that one. 
So Granted, Kyle told us he was like, "You guys just need to tone it back just a little bit." Um, I was like, "Wait, I oh, can't yeah, make, like in terms of I can't make but... Oscar Tavares jokes in front of Brendan Schaefer." Yeah, I mean, like me? we yeah. listen, we we know the bed we've made, yeah. and we're happy to lay in it. That's why we're like, "Oh yeah, this like fucking what edgy calls each other gay podcast also released these." historical episodes where they like analyze a team and write. So like, I want you all to know, like when you come on here, it's not going to be the left one or the right. It's going to be right in the middle. We're going to be a center. We'll, we'll, we'll make a couple of ball jokes. We're going to talk a lot of baseball. It's fine. It's completely harmless and safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. We won't even be like, which Cardinals player do you think has the biggest dick? Like we did to Kyle. Yeah. We're not we going to say actual cancelable stuff. Yeah. Um, but, Kyle fits our vibe. He's a he's a little fl- flirtatious little ninja. He on, is. Uh, uh, I think we're gonna have sex eventually. Yeah. On that one, I mean, it's just I just can't wait to show him my Bay Blake collection. You know. I mean, if, so. if I've got to get like more surgery or something next year, I'd rather be married to him. He's got that. He's got that good uh, job. Hop on his benefits. A little Chuck and Larry situation. I like it. I would love to trap Derek Gould and make him do an app with Nick on just so he can get pissed off at Nick. Mm. That would be, that would be the, the my favorite thing. In the I world. just think we get very, uh, like, cause accused. you and I have defended Gould numerous times. Yeah. Nick, Cause we know Nick doesn't read him. We get, accused, <laughs> we should get accusatory with Derek and be like, Oh, uh, diamond sports group. Well, uh, mm-hmm. it just, uh, so DSG also just happens to stand for uh, Derek Stewart Gould. Uh, do you have any comment on that? Do you have Derek? any comment about that? Yeah. Uh, host of Best Pod in Baseball? You've met your antithesis here. You've met, <laughs> you've met, you've met the anti-Best Pod yeah. in Baseball. You've met the worst one. <laughs> Our shirts, like at the Cards game, was a perfect microcosm of that. Because like a lot of the ushers were like, but we're the best fans in baseball. Shut what, the fuck. what is your shirt? Oh, I, it's a uh, podcast. Uh, you, you fucking white boys in your podcast. Yeah. These old Jewish asses. <laughs> you white uh, boys in your I'll, podcast. Uh, I, I, I've got a little sidebar for a quick minute. The, okay. uh, today I had to go to this event over at the Fine Arts Campus because it was like a music major like audition day. So the theory was we're going to have a table there and you know these new incoming students are going to be swinging by. I'm sure their parents will join them. You know, if they have questions about the community or that kind of stuff, we can give them kind of the skinny on. This is Kate. Your kids in a you know your kids in a good place. Yada yada yada. Um, so because of the issues with my butt, um, I had to go take a shit at work, and I gave birth to um, Yorming Deer, um, the first <laughs> um, the first rite of Ragnarok, um, and. You know, I so I go to the office to do that because I got, you know, my shit there. And then I drive back over to this campus and I come back and there's two music teachers and one's like, are, are you Josh? And I was like, yeah. Hi. She's like, oh, hi. Um, we'll change her name. Like, I'm Lorraine. Like, nice to meet you. I'm like, hi. Yeah. And she's like, so um, and just out of nowhere, they're like, so um, I have a friend who is looking to move from Kentucky and um, she's just not really finding anyone there, and I hear you're single. Oh, uh, and I was like, what the fuck transpired when I was gone? And they're just like, yeah, apparently she went out with someone who was a teacher at Murray, and 
he was just boring. So we need to get someone more exciting. And yeah, he nearly died and, like five and, times in this yeah. past year alone. <laughs> well, and 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 she's just like, I, I I hear you're very funny, and I'm just looking at like two of my volunteers who are retirees, and my coworker Josh. I'm like, what the fuck happened? While I was gone, you guys are pimping me you out. Shit yourself into a different uh, reality. Is yeah. What did. <laughs> and then this this lady goes as far, and like I don't know if um they prepared her because this was like in a way sad for me. Was um you know I I didn't get the immediately like they she saw me and was like oh uh that's what he looks like oh okay yeah he's he's three hundred pounds and has a neck beard and a podcast that's. That's charming. He's um, the, a normal white guy. Yeah, yeah. but uh, she, uh, she's like, so you know, she's uh moving, so you need to get my number from your boss, and then I'll uh, I'll I'll make the, you know, we'll, we'll make arrangements, you know, if she ever comes up the cape. I was like, oh, oh, okay, um, and then she tells me this girl's name, so I get back to the office and I'm nosy and look her up. This chick is like a ten. She is so far out of my league. I'm like, dude. why the fuck was anyone? Oh, dude, come on, you can fuck above your class, dude. This is too above my class. Nah, this is come like, on, dude, you gotta have, dude, mm. come on. I have fucked. Come on, bro, you gotta have confidence, bro. dude. I am a four and a half, and I have fucked probably up to an eight, eight and a half before. Listen, you can I, do it. I don't believe in. I rank. should also say fuck. Okay, <laughs> this is really, really ratcheting up the objectification. I, here. I don't believe in ranking women because um, I believe all women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, I think we should. Uh, what, when your uh, when your white liberalism gets in the yeah. way of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. This this woman was like fucking beautiful, and I'm like, yeah, no, I I I I don't think I'm gonna. Um, Come on, you can. You have that style of confidence. Uh, yeah, this it was is with Rachel Senate, man. You could fucking do that. Mm. You can do it. Well, and you know, according and I've never seen these people in real life, but uh, mm-hmm. Sam Bankman Freed, um, he was a hunk in those uh, court drawings, and you know, his those girl... could have been real. Those had to be bits. Please <laughs> tell me those were bits. Everyone kept sharing them around like they're real, and like I feel like I'm entering my boomer phase of my life, where like I I'm easily duped by dumb shit. <laughs> I, was, I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to. I want to know, but dude, I the, didn't want to ask. Dude, I'm the Cardinals afraid. signed Shohei Otani for eight million a year. Yeah, someone posted Fucking that. Fucking overpaid. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Uh, and uh, not saying his turn from Brandon Belt to Brett Gardner, but that's a different thing. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. Who was your crumble champ? You said. Um, Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Yeah. Mine's Cran. There you go, Alex. A fucking good one. Yeah. Enjoy Poland. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, we got to name them off. We got to name them yeah, off. Yeah, I'm just shouting out Cran. You know, Cran, Alex, trip. Nick, Tyler, Jeff, Richie, James, Bravo, Richie, and Bravo, our favorites. Yeah. So, what's hey. updates to do Friends of the Pot? I think I could do like streams and just hang out with them in Discord. I should really just do that. I was trying to talk them. Bravo into uh, getting Baldur's Gate, and I explained my character and my arc, and he's like, and, and, and I was like, dude, I need some heap companions. You gotta... We, yeah, no, we gotta... <laughs> yeah. We gotta put those tieflings in their yeah. fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we'll have an interview for you guys released on Thursday. Um, we love you all. We love you. And um, uh, Stay safe out there, folks. Stay safe. Stay safe.